Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Good evening, and thank you for joining us. This is a segment we call Table Talk, where we get together with our guests after their interview. Um, we have Mr. Charles Talbert with us, who is the author of Hidden Secrets of a Married Man. And we are going to talk about cheating, how you feel, how do you get over it, um, and just try and understand why cheat, what happens, what leads to it. So, Charles, thank you so very much for um, coming back with us. We appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Well, sir. So, we were talking about how you get over that hurt. What? How do you handle it? So, uh, I'm going to let you go first. How did you handle yours? Well, you know, I first married, I've been married for 20 years. 20 years is a long time. That's basically two decades of your life invested in this one person. And then all of a sudden, there's a breakup. And not only is there a breakup, there's a separation. Then the separation, here comes the divorce papers. And so... The feeling I had was rejection. I cannot believe this is really happening. I felt naked. I felt like even it was a death. It really felt like it was a death. And then after she had left, I felt uh, uh, I was going to go into a, a sudden depression. Because it really hurts more when children are involved, especially mm-hmm. little ones. Mm-hmm. And so here it is, you're in this big old house by yourself. And I can understand what Luther Van Gogh used to say, a house is not a home mm-hmm. when you're not there. And he was certainly right. I mean, what good is it living in a big house by yourself? I know some people do it, but after 20 years of marriage, it, it, it becomes different. And then looking at the second marriage, that that almost killed me. I mean, like, literally killed me. I mean, this woman abandoned me. So once again, I've only been married to her for four years. And then she takes everything. Then I'm left with, what, nothing? Are you serious? Nothing? I didn't even cheat on you. It's like, this is what happens. And so cheating, you know, I, I really believed in my heart that she did cheat the second one. And then I cheated on the first one. So it seemed like it was a boomerang or a karma, if you want to call it that. Mm. But it still hurt. It, I still was left with the baggage of pain. So when I look at cheating, I look at it, you know, how, what is the next step? What did you do? I mean, I, I, I mean, I went from one relationship to another within six months. 
Wow. I didn't give a chance to heal. Mm, yeah. So, but now after the second marriage, now I really had no choice but to try to be by myself. And it, and it, and it felt boring. It really, it really did. I mean, I mean, imagine the fact, you know, you've been with someone for 24, 30 years, you know, you, you sleep in the same bed, and now all of a sudden, it's just you. Yeah. It, it becomes abnormal. And then it's hard to adjust. And then you're scared of what possibly is out there. You don't even know what it is. And so I can relate, you know, how it feels to be cheated on or be a cheater in, in, in the feeling of divorce. Yeah, because um, my first marriage lasted for 15 years. And there was abandonment to where he physically mm-hmm. left due to another woman and, and kids. So um, it was just me and my daughter um, left in the house. But in the process, he wanted to take everything um, from us to give to her. But whenever you have the cheating and the abandonment, not just once to happen to you, but twice, you become numb. Like you're saying, it's just like experiencing death. But then the hurt is so deep to where it takes you so long to heal. And mm-hmm. that forgiveness exactly. is so important. To whether mm-hmm. you're on either side of it, the giving or the receiving side, you have to forgive. Mm-hmm. For me, forgiveness took 15 years. And mm-hmm. I was a Inside, I was a bitter woman, and I had to learn to heal and to grow and to restart. So I ask men and women, before you do it, think about your children, the impact that it has on them. Think about the person that you're doing it to. You may not have feelings, but you will see that everything that you're chasing for is just a figment of your imagination. It's always mm-hmm. good when you're trying to chase it. But once you get it, mm-hmm. the taste is gone. So That's right. just please think about it because the repercussions mm-hmm. is outweighing the whole process when you can just say, I need to stop, regroup, think about it. And step back and look at what you have before you make that right. mistake. So it's just... You know what? Uh, on that note, what you just said, there's nothing worse than a homebreaker. Mm-hmm. Nothing worse. Because, just like you said, what makes you think that it, it, the grass is greener on the other side? What makes you think that it's going to be better? Eventually, it, 9 out of 10, it becomes worse. And all the time, oh, I wish I could go back home. Oh, it's too late. For me, um, me and my husband have been together for nine years. But before him, everyone else that I've dated before him cheated on for whatever reason. For me, it was the rejection, the depression. And then once that kicks in, for me, because of dealing and seeing what my mom went through as a child, that for me triggered immediate hatred 
for that person. Like I would start loathing and hating that person. But for me to get rid of that and that revenge, so I wouldn't take it out on the next person knowing that they had absolutely nothing to do with it. Because I know a lot of women tend to end up being with the next person and taking it out on that person, knowing that they had absolutely nothing to do with it. Just because that person did it doesn't mean that the man that you're with now is going to treat you the exact same way. Yes, you're going to have to deal with it mentally, but don't physically take it out of person because that can be a whole nother can of worms. And then they can start being like, hey, you know, you thought this for so long and kept taking it out on me. Why don't I just go ahead and do it? Because you're thinking that way anyway. So for me, the revenge was being a better me and showing that person I am better off without you or with someone else and can take care of myself and be just fine. And you know what? On that note, that's a good point that you just made, you know, about that forgiveness. Because yeah. if we don't forgive the people that hurt us, how do we expect to love the next person that comes in our lives? Yeah. It, it becomes rather difficult. I, I experienced the same thing as Yolanda, but, you know, what she experienced in her relationship. I had the hate. I had, I had the bitter. And it took me a long time to get over both of them. Of them. It took me a long time. And, and, and really, it, 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 honestly, quite honestly, you know, I, I think it was uh, a God intervention, you know, that helped me to heal. And so finally, I, I managed to let it go because you got to learn to forgive yourself and you got to forgive those who done you wrong. Yeah. That's what I've done, both. So I'm good. And, and I tell people when I overhear conversations of other people, well, oh, I hate him. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never forgive him. Uh, he did me wrong. But you don't understand what he did. Well, it's not for us to understand, but we understand how, much, how you feel. The point of the matter is you want to learn to forgive. Mm-hmm. So how do you expect to love someone else? You're just going to have to. You're just going to have to. And then you're hurting your own self. And then just like in the book, you know, you'll notice that, you know, Cheryl, she had unforgiveness. She felt the same way. In fact, she had to go through she had to go through counseling two years after what she saw. But the question is, after cheating, can you date again? Yeah. Do you feel that you're ready to date? Some people can't really answer that. I couldn't even answer. I think I because like for me, like I didn't get that transition stage. I literally went from ending one relationship and being dumped to going through that to the next day. My husband asking, hey, are you still with such and such? No, doing a happy dance. And it started going from there. We ended up dating right after that. And after that, I was like, okay, being with him, I was able to let go of it. But I didn't process it because at that point in time, I was like, forget it. Why worry about it? But the triggers are real. They are real. I yeah, still have them to this day, but you have to be like, hey, that's not this person. That is not what's going on. That's not what's happening. You need to calm down, check yourself, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a, Absolutely. Had a wussaw moment, like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me step back for a moment. <laughs> <sighs> you have to remind yourself and try and shake it off and like, whew. 
Okay. You really didn't mean that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that I've healed. And how I knew that I forgave is I have peace. I have peace. That's how I know I forgave. And God will test you. Yeah. Because he'll have that person come right back and be in your face trying to talk to you. And you'd be like, you know what? Even though things didn't work out, I forgive you for what happened. But you ain't coming back. You're not coming back. But I do forgive you for what happened. I forgive and never forget. And you know what? You know, my first wife, we're now uh, good friends because we have children together. You know, when I was in Los Angeles uh, two weeks ago, you know, we all went out to dinner and it's like old times again. And so we already had our conversation about two years ago, you know, apologizing and whatnot and to just let it go and move on. And so that, that was a real healing process for me. It really was. Some people can't do it, some can. That was the test of have you really forgave that person or have she really forgiven me? But I, I, don't, I don't have any contact with the second one, so that's probably a good thing. Not to say that anything's wrong, but, you know, I forgave her, you know, truthfully I have. I mean, if I do run into her in the store, you know, if she remembers me, I just say hi and keep you going. So it's important to be at peace. Yes. That's when you know, too, you've grown in life and in yourself in order to mm-hmm. forgive someone. Because that does take a lot out of you, your life. If you don't forgive that person, it literally affects everything. Yeah. And I can understand, you know, to the audience that might be listening, you know, they're going to first say, some will say, you just don't understand what I went through. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I get that. It's going to take time to heal. It's not, it's not going to be overnight. No. It's going to take time to heal. And the thing is, you have to allow yourself time to heal. You can't just think, oh, it's just yeah. two weeks and I'm, I'm over it. I'm ready to go out. I'm ready to date. No, it doesn't work that easy. No. It doesn't work that easy. No. You have to go back and find yourself. And sometimes finding yeah. yourself and making time and peace with yourself, that's a good thing. That's a real good thing. But you know what the problem with that? Some folks just don't like to be alone. Yeah. yeah. Some, they just don't like to be alone. Because they're not used to it. And that's what, where the boomerang comes in. Mm-hmm. Or the luggage going into the next relationship. That's another word, not boomerang. But it's another word that I can't think of it right now. Especially if there's not a strong communication in that next relationship to be able to talk mm-hmm. about it and work through it, even mm-hmm. if you haven't to work through it together, at least you're still somewhat working through it and knowing what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Erica Badu. Oh, rebound. That's it. Yeah, rebound. Making the rebound man. But um, Erica mm-hmm. Badu's song, Bag Lady, has really been playing back in my mind a lot more. Because it means so much, you know, because as women, we carry that baggage into the next relationship Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. unpacking. And that unpacking is not the clothes. That unpacking is all of those emotions 
um, everything that you had built up <clears throat> in you during that relationship, during that hurt phase, all of that is what's in that mm-hmm. luggage. It's in that bag. And you just, you cannot mm-hmm. continue on to the next relationship until mm-hmm. you have truly cleaned out your bag. Any other pointers you want to cover before we, um, it's just, a, it's just a deep, it's a deep topic because so many of us, not just women, men too, have went through mm-hmm. this. And that's why I said I applaud you, and I thought it was so excellent that your book was it was coming from a man and not a woman. And a man has a tendency to, to stay silent whenever they're going through anything like this in a relationship or marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a man, they need to know how to heal too, you know, because especially a brother, he's not going to talk. He's not, he's not no, going to talk at all. He's going to hold it in. And whenever mm-hmm. he has triggers in the new relationship, oh, yeah, you see, yeah, I understand now how um, you and her are not together. I understand that. And they don't understand mm-hmm. that, yeah, they carry baggage, too, just like a woman. But, I mean, all right. we all need to know how to heal and understand. And I applaud you for that, you know, in your book. Oh, thank you. And then if you notice in the book, you know, they begin to compare from previous relationships in their new relationships. You see, you act just like, and you know, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. And that's what you'll, you'll find in, in the book, you know, comparing people to previous relationships. You can't do that. And that's just really on the brink of, of another breakup. Because you're not allowing that person to show their individuality or their personality. And, and that's unfortunate. I, I mean, I know I'm speaking the truth because that's what goes on today. Mm-hmm. That's why we now, the, the divorce rate is high. We just don't take the opportunity, chance to you know to heal and get to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's true. Who we are. Yeah. And then there comes trauma. and we love our own self. Right. If we don't love it, love ourselves, it's not going to work. And then you know when it comes mm-hmm. to trust, you're going into a new relationship where trust has already been broken. And I I know someone personally that they've been hurt so so much that they're afraid to trust the new person that's going to be faithful, that doesn't believe in crossing the line. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the same goes for for women. It's whenever you, you cheat, there's infidelity of any kind, that trust, Mm -hmm. communication, so many factors get impacted and just, it's so hard to rebuild. So the question that you brought in the beginning, how can you get over cheating? What do you do when somebody hurts you? The answer to those things, in my opinion, is sit back, reflect, take a deep breath, get to know who you are, then once you get over the pain, then start focusing on the forgiving. And once you're able to uh, focus on the forgiving part, then you'll have the peace. Then the love will come back. And then you're able to love again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking out this time to, to come back and, and talk with us.
I really appreciate it. It's been a great evening. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for allowing me to share. Oh, thank you for sharing with us (laughs) because it goes both ways. I mean, it's really Mm -hmm. really helpful to hear it from a man's point of view as well. Oh, oh, great. Absolutely. Thank you for allowing me to be on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. Anytime. The mic is yours. Anytime you need it, all yours. All right. Good deal. Good deal. I was going to change, but I think it will be too late. Oh, go, go right ahead. <laughs> you, you can. No, I can't change. I'm just joking. <laughs> you said it every time I get the mic. <laughs> you go right ahead if you need to. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to run it. I don't want to run off any listeners. Okay. <laughs> and to our listeners, we want to thank you for listening to the Voice of Many podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, and we hope to talk to you later.